See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, all right, and hey, hey, hey. Welcome to big show number 93. What makes it big? The number nine and the number three. That's what. Isn't awesome, huh? Yeah. So who are we? What are we and why are we? Who, what, when, where, and why? The, the, the key fundamentals of journalism. Who? I'm Mal, and with me as always... Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. Who, what? We're a B-movie podcast uh, uh, review show, an entertainment hub. <laughs> when? Right now. <laughs> now. Be there or be square. Uh, what? When? Where? Why? Well, the the I awesome know. studio of uh, Clearwater, Florida. Yeah. And why? If you've got the answer to that, brother, you email us in. We don't even know why we do this. And how. We, and how. Yeah, we lost and our minds. And how. And how. We've <laughs> lost our minds. Everything must go. How? Well, I hit that big red button that says record, and then we just talk stupid. Anyway, all that being said, and I doubt if it ever was, uh, this is Slow Robot A Go-Go, show number 93. My name's Mal. With me, as always, is, is uh, Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. Again. And I hope, yeah, I know, I'm just repeating, who cares? <laughs> and uh, and I, we hope you enjoy this wonderful show. You can find us on iTunes, you can find us on Stitcher, you can find us on blah, blah, blah. We have our laser rider on the moon. You can find us in Skyriders locally on the beaches. Yeah. Uh, and, and, if, and, and of course, you can go to Bunch of Dorks, which is the entertainment hub of the world. <laughs> Everyone in the whole entire universe goes there, and if you don't, you're a loser, and, and you don't understand how things in the internet work. So go to Bunch of Dorks, click on the first one, that's the Slow Robot A Go-Go thing, and then you're going to learn all about awesome movies. Click on the middle one, and you're going to learn about all about the funny books, as the kids nowadays say. And then pick, click on the third one, and you're going to click on the, uh, it's a Bunch of Dorks, and yay for that, because that's just me talking and playing music. Anything to add? I'm still, like, (laughs) thinking about the Skyrider. Listen to us on Ham Radio, locally. uh, No. Yeah, you know what you should do? We should get one of those um, pirate radio things, and Hmm. we can do, like, our own little BS radio station. We're going to have to, because I looked into it, and you have to get a license to be a ham radio operator. Yeah. I wanted to do it, like, I wanted to do it all, like, on the down low. Because I want to be a ham operator. I want to get the whole setup, and I want to just like play our shows on the ham radio. <laughs> like I'm going to go so low tech, people are going to be like, like the crazy people around the world are going to be like, I got something coming in, and we're going to just be talking about like you know, boobs, anything, anything. <laughs> yeah, and and they're going to be like, I don't, uh, this is tar- terrible. You know. But what does it mean? It means that like something is a cryptic statement. Yeah. We have to like. If we play it backwards, will we get messages? <laughs> I guess the next step after my ham radio operation is up and running, I'm going to have to have a telegraph. I'm going to just sit there and like... I'm going to pay some dude with that visor and that thing on his armband, like yeah. the armband, to sit there and transcribe our shows on a telegraph. Yeah. No, we, maybe we can That's get... the future. It. You know what we should do in the future is when we're, when we're even more bigger and successful is we should do like uh, Mike and Mike. We should be filmed in the studio doing yeah, the course. show and then have it play constantly on uh, you know whatever TV station we should hire a fleet of a thousand skywriters and they should transcribe our show in the air with yeah. clouds yeah that and, would and, be and get braille too for the <laughs> for the hardest seeing it just it just drop like we'll just do leaflet drive-bys yeah. with, uh, with, the, with the braille yeah, and Not, all that. See, this is the kind of thing that keeps the, the outside of the box thinking that really keeps yeah. you on top of stuff. Yeah. 
what, what do you got going on other than this wonderfulness? What, what's on your what's your online concern? Well, we got that button that you were talking about, that two dimension button that yes. takes you to comic book nirvana. Funny book orama heaven. Yeah, funny book orama <laughs> heaven. Learn it, live it, love it. Everything you want to know about comic books is on this podcast. That's all I have to say. Baby! And you got something else. And you can go to Destination Nightmare. We can actually read comic books. That's right. I'm posting comic book stories in there. Wait, what? Public, for public domain. For free. For free? Public domain stories. Wow. Now, we're not infringing on anybody's copyrights. These are old stories, but they're great. We're informative. We're exciting. So we're Destination today. Nightmare is almost like a B comic book review. You got the that old right. forgotten bee comic books. Exactly Just right. like the old forgotten movies that We're we cover. We're all about cover. the bees. Yeah. <laughs> the big bees. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Why not? But we don't discriminate against the little bees either. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, you whatever. know. <laughs> so what is the... So, okay, what have you watched? I'll tell you straight up. Two weeks in a row, I have watched absolutely nothing. And that <laughs> is disheartening. I didn't even get to your challenge. The, oh. wa- the watch show num- watch movie number 43 challenge. No, you know what? I never finished watching it either, so okay, we'll get good. to that next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> next week for sure. Wink. <laughs> it's a must-see. <laughs> it's must-see TV, though. Yeah, you, need, sure. you, all out, you all out there need to see what how good actors do stupid things. You know, when good actors make yeah. stupid movies. They, mis- they make mistakes, too. That's kind of like our show sometimes, when good actors make stupid movies, but anyway. And that's what we thrive on. And that's what we thrive on, yeah. So, movie 43. Yes. Enough of that. Um, what did I watch this week? Okay, I watched something this morning. So, well, this is what? fresh. Wow. Yeah. You're a, you're you're up at the crack of dawn. And I'm up at the, at the crack, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> crack of something. Um, uh, it was early in the morning, and I woke up, and I had my, uh, you know, I had my beer, as Jim Morrison would say. <laughs> no, I woke up this Whoa. morning. And I, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I had my water and, you know, and t- t- Texas cinnamon roll. Water? You don't have coffee? You don't drink coffee? No, anymore? I don't drink coffee, as a matter of fact. It, no. Like, ever? I drank it a few times when I was a kid, and I never liked it, so I never went wow. back for it. I can't Same thing even with smoking. I never, I, when I was a kid, I tried it a few times. I never liked it, mm. so I never went back. Nice. So, anyway. Mm. You're, you're, you're vice-free, except for the funny books. Well, I wouldn't the, say that. Except for the funny books and for the, yeah, uh, the, and for the, and for the bad movie. Yeah, those are, those I, yeah. I'm not vice-free by any means, but. <laughs> Miami vice-free. Yeah, but I live a clean <laughs> life. <laughs> Anyway, what was I saying? Praise be to Jesus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I watched this this morning. Let me get to this damn thing. <laughs> Documentary. Can I, I just get to this freaking list, please? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, okay. I watched this here documentary this morning called Screaming in High Heels. It's basically about the scream queens of the 1980s and 90s. Oh, Michelle Bauer, awesome. Brink Stevens, and uh, Linnea Quigley. And all the cheapy, wonderful little TNA gore yeah. movies they made. That a lot of a lot of guys who grew up in the eighties now them. like they love them. They know them. them, but they don't know. Sometimes like they don't yeah. know who they are, but they know them. You know, who um, where where is that? Where can I where can you find I that? I saw it on Chiller, the station called Chiller on uh, wow. on our cable. Uh, I forgot what number it is, but it's on yeah. it's on our. Uh, That's awesome, man. I, I, that that sounds very intriguing to me because. Yeah. Those and those usually those scream queens come and go like they do. They do like two or three movies maybe, or they get in with one producer. They do a couple and they're gone. You know, yeah. It's kind well, of amazing like the turnover. But what do you you know? They're not yeah. They're not actresses really. They're just I mean some are. I, sh- I don't mean to put them down, they but I mean they consider themselves actresses, yeah. but they feel they've got type 
that casted. Yeah, it's true. I mean, was Mary Warrenov in it? Well, here's the she, thing. She isn't really a scream queen, isn't she? Well, just the, I, I, I put her in that category. Here's the thing. Here's where I disagreed with these three ladies. They consider themselves the scream queens because they came around the 80s. There, there was magazines that came mm. that were made around that time. They were featured on the cover, but in all honestly, they, honesty, there was a lot of women before that did uh, horror movies that I considered well, scream queens that's, that's just as well as them. And that's it, been and forever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Faye Ray, King Kong. Yeah, uh, like exactly. That's uh, what I was thinking know, of. That's the most yeah iconic I mean, version of that. And she screamed, like, you know. Man, <laughs> boy, she had some lungs. Yeah, and she <laughs> screamed well too. <laughs> but really, uh, anyway. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Hey, lady. <laughs> anyway, um, so you know, they kind of like consider themselves the scream queens, but yeah, not so much. But you were definitely iconic for that era yeah it's a good documentary they talked to the guys who made the movies during that era fred olin ray dave dave dakota a few of the actors in it jay richardson um it's a good it's a good mm-hmm. watch see i always contended and i could be wrong about this and i don't i'm not cheapening any of the other decades but i always thought that there, there was a real explosion in the 80s and early 90s of horror and slasher stuff yeah and i was. think that's probably that's probably why they're getting that they get that kind of I don't want to say sen- sense of entitlement, but they the way they feel that they're like the pinnacle yes. of it because that was a golden age for that that type of movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. There yeah. was always those movies. I don't don't get me wrong, but yeah, oh yeah, sure. The eighties really like there well, was an explosion of it. They you know? needed they needed to fill the video, and uh, they did. Man, and the the Caro and Red Dye flew heavily. You know, it was just crazy. Well, here's yeah. the interesting thing, and we talked about it on Destination Nightmare, the podcast that we have on the other, the on my other blog. They were doing really great when there was a lot of mom and pop stores. Right, and as but soon as the big boxes yes, took exactly over, right. exactly. they cut them out. They cut them out because all they wanted blockbuster and Hollywood mm-hmm. video. All they wanted was mostly mainstream. There were still Hollywood chainsaw hookers and evil tunes and all that other stuff. But the, the yeah. but by like the late 80s, that was kind of like fizzling out. And and quite frankly, they weren't as young as they were like in the early 80s. So it was kind of they were in that 30 to 35 area where they're still good looking. But are you really still going to be playing like the 20 year old? You know, like right. I'm a teenager on my way to yeah. the prom, and you're like, honey. <laughs> So th- these these two problems yeah these three actresses kind of grew with the video they kind of came at the right time for the video age yeah. the directors were at the right time for the video age they capitalized they made some money and then when it became more mainstream as in blockbuster and all those guys took over then you know not so much but they still yeah. do things here and there every once in a while I will say I I I think the video store and I guess may- maybe it does already in some ways. It is very much like the like a record. How people think of record stores and how people mm-hmm. think of arcades. I miss them. Oh, me too. I, I I mean I don't know. They can't survive. I mean people have tried and they just go away. Now people are just get things you know sent right to their Red house uh, or or they go right on the um, what you call it. It comes to them on their TV. Yeah. You know, like streaming. me, like the streaming. So there's no place for it anymore. But that's a shame. It's a sad world that. Doesn't have like uh, yeah. Doesn't I, I have a video store. Doesn't have like you know. I, I was talking to my friends. We can. We used to go out and hunt for stuff. You know. Yep. Now you go to the now you can go to like the eighty thrift stores and look around or whatever. But yeah. I I like to go to a specific place where there was video. I don't want to have to go through everything and look around and blah 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 and the whole nine yards. And now that's that's gone. There used to be a place 
down in, in South Florida called All Books and Records. It was like a, it was like two or three of them, and it used to be a place where there was books, there was video, there yeah, was kind of everything. There was everything, yeah. and it was all used. So you'd go there once a week, you'd look around, and maybe if you had something to trade, you trade in. All that stuff's pretty much See, gone. And, and they used to have strategies like. Exactly. Like I used to go the, to the Blockbuster every week. I would go and I'd walk up and down every aisle and I'd look at every single title. I knew where they, yes. some of them were. Yeah, 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 right. But then sometimes I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna go there like on an early Friday morning because that'll beat the weekend crowd. Like, and I know that's like it can be viewed as a pain in the ass, but at the time, it was. I mean, it, I look back on it like fondly now. You know, it was. Oh yeah. It was kind of fun, and if you didn't get it that week, you got it the next week. But. I mean, even Blockbuster wasn't a great representation no. of of a video store, but that's all that was around here, you know. So yeah, b- back in the '90s and uh, mostly in the '90s and mm. the late '80s, me and my friend from Miami, we used to get it together on Saturday mornings and just hit like uh, the, the, man. Yeah, and 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 even through the mid '90s, there was still we lived in I lived in a predominantly Spanish area, and there was still a lot of little. You know, mom and pop or mommy and poppy video stories, yeah. and you can get all sorts of weirdness there. You know, all sorts of weirdness that you would never find in an Ameri- American video store, like movies that weren't ever released. So it was really like where we were our kind of like we we saw a lot more movies than we ever saw before. I used to go to those Vietnamese ones down on Central and stuff like that. It was so funny. You'd be looking at like these titles and stuff like that, and and right they don't even hide them. They would be like one of those burning cabinets where there would be like. Oh, eight uh, burning yeah, D- yeah, DVDs my, burning my and that'd be the central and like they were just running them like they had it all laying out they didn't even care you know I mean, like you know they're like lawless it's so funny and and then you go in and there'd be these exotic smells there from the food <laughs> and every once in a while you look up and there's like a pig's head you know it's oh. like hey pig's head for for soup or whatever yeah, yeah. and you're like ah oh, that's uh yay well that, oh, that's yeah. just as bad as one time I was in Ocala we went to a uh, we went to a Seven Eleven there or a bigger Seven Eleven I forgot what it was called and they actually had real alligator heads there because it was gator country. I was like, oh, oh my God. that's gross, you know, but I guess it is what it is. <laughs> yep, you got it. All right, what else did you watch? That was cool. Oh, okay, I dropped my list, but anyway, I'll pick it up in a second. I uh, watched another movie last night, <laughs> which I had seen before, but this was supposedly uncut version of it, and, when you, and, and, I, and I say that humorously because the movie is called The Severed Arm. So, <laughs> you know, uncut version or whatever. So the arm never gets severed in that version. Oh, Sad. Yeah. It's just the arm at it's that point. It's just the arm. It's it's some cheesy little 70s... Uh, and it's not even gory. It's just, like, cheesy. It's about these guys that go on a... They go on a... They're almost doing, like, some kind of an expedition in the mountains. You know, like, guys getting together and being guys kind of thing, you yeah. know, whatever. And they uh, they go into a mine because I forget what, if they're looking for gold or whatever. But anyway, they go into a mine and they get trapped in it. And there's no way. And this is before cell phones. So they get trapped in it and, like, they've been trapped in it for, like, you know, days or whatever. So they're, like getting hungry you know what i mean and getting thirsty so they decide to uh draw straws to see who's gonna lose a uh an arm so uh, so dude loses his arm and he doesn't want to do it so they have to beat him and like knock him out and you know and then and and kind of like cannibalized yeah cannibalize they don't show anything it's 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 they don't show anything really and then basically like all of a sudden it's like you know hours later Hey, where you've been saved? It's like, oh shit! Yeah, huh. bad timing, you know. And like, can you come back with some barbecue sauce? So like, so like, dude gets um, 
yeah, dude gets his arm chopped off, and uh, yeah, they get saved, and dude's not, and uh, he gets a little mentally screwed up, and everybody else seems to like be okay, <laughs> and they never see Mr. One Arm anymore. But then, like years later, they start getting like severed arms in their mail. The, the dudes that survived, and then they start getting killed off. Well, it wouldn't be hard to figure out who's doing it. Yeah, right. Like, oh, you know, I wonder they, who's going to send me like, they, an They arm. just figured that the guy who lost his arm was, was mental forever, but apparently he got out, and uh, uh. supposedly he's stalking them. And it kind of has a cool little twist ending to it. Not a great movie, yeah. but I did like the ending to it, so, um, you yeah, know. That's, that's cool. It's our kind of movie. Nice. Yeah, th- there was a lot of those... Um, the, the the hand and the the crawling hand and the yeah, and yeah, the yeah, brain yeah. like there was a lot of that like where that. where a severed thing has a life of its own you know this one doesn't have a life of its own but it's like a it's like no, it, a has warning. A lu- it has a lunch of its own yeah something like that yuck yeah. there was there was actually a song in the sixties that I think about the forty five called Timothy and it had the same kind of story where it was like people got got trapped in a mine and they were hungry and somebody got eaten and then they stay uh, the whole song is that like you know they're timothy god what did we do you know that kind of stuff or whatever yeah so, yeah that's a, it's a 60s you that know it sounds weird, like a very odd yeah it sounds like an odd song i have to look that up someday oh i'll find it it's probably on youtube yeah. we should play it be like show. oh yeah maybe we will let's anyway. see uh, what else? Did you see anything else, or is that it? Oh, uh, that's it. That's all right. it. That's yeah. all I got. And unfortunately, like I said, I didn't watch anything this week. So we're going to take a quick trailer break, and then when we come back, we're playing our top ten lists. Well, we're not playing it. We're, we're reading. not playing it. We're going to read our top ten lists. Sorry, my bad. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Marty Rustam presents a new horror classic, Eden Alive. Hello? Created by Toby Hooper, maker of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mel Ferrer, Carolyn Jones, Stuart Whitman. Who's there? Neville Brand. The most terrifying 90 minutes you ever spent in a theater. Eaten Alive, a VIP picture rated R. Jackson, sleek as the black cat, cool as the naked blade, that's TNT Jackson. This hit lady's charms will break both your arms. With a dynamite bar, she's a female hit squad. You best treat her fine or she'll shatter your spine. You know you've been kissed by her ebony fist when the blood from your face stains her diamond necklace. There's nobody blacker than this foxy attacker. If you can dig action, you'll get satisfaction from TNT Jackson. Rate it off with the show indeed so yeah i went to uh and i downloaded that um timothy from the boys the buoys the buoys uh from 1971 but it came down as a video so i couldn't drop it in go to a destination nightmare and i'll play i'll put it on there because i can just drag the video on there yeah and you can go listen to timothy and enjoy cross promo orama today buddy yeah we're 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 rocking we're working it all right so what's our top 10 this week Tunes, top ten tunes. Top ten tunes. You mean like music tunes? No, like cartoons. Nice. Cartoons. Yes. I had a. Ah. Uh, okay. Go ahead. You do yours. I had a little. I was. I was kind of like laboring over. Like I was thinking cartoons, like like almost like a. Well, like, like Archer, like or full lengths and stuff like that, but. Cause like one of them mine is Looney Tunes, and that's not really a full length. Well, no, Those the Looney Tunes did have a, a an hour show back in the old yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. So. But I mean, like, yeah, I guess <laughs> I, I, there's one or two that are like th- they are like those little, 
uh-huh. shorts instead of the other thing. But whatever, who cares? All right, what what are your top ten cartoons? These are, I'm, I mean, I'm basing it on stuff that played on TV. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, Johnny Quest, mostly from the 60s. Fritz the Cat. No. <laughs> Space Ghost. Nice. The Flintstones, of course. Yeah. The Jetsons. Primetime shows. Uh, this one is like... Considered some one of the worst cartoons ever, but it was the one that got me into comics. It's the Marvel superhero cartoons from the '60s, where the animation was just they cut out the uh, they they took the artwork from the book and they would cut it out and like maybe like and kind of animate it in the cheapest way possible. Really? And then voiceover. You never seen that? I'll we'll watch one after the show and I'll put what? it on Destination Nightmare oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> Cross promo. But yeah, it was like it was like the cheesiest cartoon ever. But it's how I got into it, and a lot of people got into knowing about the Hulk, the Submariner, Thor, huh. um, you know, That's Iron weird. Man, and I all that. Yeah, but they're the they're the cheapest. But they have good voice overs. Uh, Dean Wormer, John Vernon is one of the voices on nice. one of those shows. But uh, <laughs> nice. a couple of animes that I saw as a kid, Prince Planet, I've talked about before, as a yeah. kid that got trapped on Earth from another planet. Astro Boy, the the uh, fly. I loved that when I was a kid. Boy, you should have seen some of the old antique Astro Boy oh, stuff sure. I saw in Japan. Oh, yeah. oh my God, I wish I had money. Like, because I, I would have had had money. I could have bought it, but then how do you get it home? Like, like statues and stuff like that. Uh, Very oh, cool no. stuff. Very cool. Well, Astro- you have your connection. Because I took, I went through the 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 Astro Boy um, museum. And I have a couple pieces of like smaller, like. Um, just, memorabilia. Yeah, memorabilia. But I, uh, I took so many pictures. That guy was a genius. Oh, Tetsuka, yeah. Oh my God. Tetsuka oh my God. Great. The stuff he drew in like second and third grade would Man. mammoth anything I could do if I tried to study artwork for the rest of my life. Tried to draw, I'd never even get close to what he drew. Yeah, you know? no. Those, some of those guys that draw are like not me. I have to work hard at it. But some of those <laughs> other guys. They're just like it. Just it, it was, was something, some wiring they have, and it was that. incredible. It was incredible. Yeah, it's a gift, as they yeah. say. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Spider-Man, the old '60s, love. You know, again, got me into Marvel. The old Fantastic Four cartoon from that era of '60s got me into Marvel too, because the Marvel superhero show was just like I said: Iron Man, Thor, Submariner, Hulk, and uh, I think it was just and Thor. Mm. But the other two, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, got their own Saturday morning full-length half-hour thing, whereas the Marvel superheroes were syndicated, and it was like five-minute segments of each yeah. character or whatever. So, the, and then from I remember the Spider-Man one. I yeah, with the, the with the theme song. The Ramones did the theme song. Spider-Man, Spider-Man the does Ramones? whatever a spider can. That was the Ramones. No, they re- they covered it. Oh, oh it was my done God. originally by. I was gonna say what? No, no, no. They covered <laughs> oh it. And they did. They did a great cover of it too. That's cool. And then from modern days, uh, the JLA cartoons that were were on Warner Brothers a few years ago. They did a nice job animating them, and they had a lot of cool guests. JLA, guys. what is that? Justice League of America. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, sorry. I I, 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 only, I only know the. Um, Meanwhile, the the super friends. Was the it? super friends. I was gonna put them in there, but I would have gone yeah. past the ten. Well, I'm way past the ten. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Oh my God, they were so cheeseball, but they were so great. You know, you know? Those, the narration on those was Ted Baxter. Uh, <laughs> he really. Mary, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my top twelve, top ten list is uh, number twelve, the Jetsons. Yeah. Um, I almost feel bad because I only have uh, Flintstones in the honorable mention. I don't oh, know. I, well, whatever. Yeah, just I know. Uh, my honorable mentions are Fat Albert. Um, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, Popeye. I love the old Popeye ones. Yeah. The black and white ones, those were cool. Mighty Mouse, 
Scooby-Doo, Rocky and Bullwinkle, and the Flintstones are my honorable mentions. All right, get them out of the way. Number 12, The Jetsons. Number 11, Tom and Jerry. Yeah. I, uh, when I was a kid, I couldn't see those two beating the shit out of each other enough. It was great. It's that anger thing. Yeah. Number 10, Ren and Stimpy. That was that was the cartoon that really pushed the envelope. I mean, that pretty they, disgusting. they were out of control. Number 9, of course, Speed Racer. Number 8, Family Guy. Number 7, South Park. I, I mean, I'd have to say they're animated. Yeah, they are. Okay. They are, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a different style animation, but, I, you know, so South Park. Number six, The Simpsons, which I was surprised The Simpsons weren't on your list at all. But I, I do not care for The Simpsons. Really? Oh, do not well. care for them. Well, they're, I mean, they've, just the amount, the amount of years they've been well, on. Well, no, the amount of years is incredible, but it's like, yeah, it's like I'll do my own pop references. I don't need them to do this. <laughs> well, if you want thank pop, you very much. If you want pop references? You want, you want my number eight, which was Family Guy. Yeah, oh my go. God, that's and just, disgusting too. That's just one big, uh, like, what do they call it when it when it offshoots to something else really quickly? Uh, I forget the name of it. All right, Someone, yeah, someone's screaming thing. it right now. All right, number five, Beavis and Budhead. Yep. Uh, that's the when. When you watch the originals, it, they, you can't find them. It's hard to find them. When they're making fun of the music videos... That's the best thing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're just so funny. Number four, Afro Samurai. Wow. Number three, Looney Tunes. Number two, Archer. And to nobody's surprise, what's number one? Simpsons? Fu- Futurama. Oh, Futurama. Futurama. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, a, I'm crazy about Futurama. The reason I said Astro Sam- wow after I said Afro Samurai is if you ever watch that, that is um, that's a crazy sh- that's a crazy anime, um, very good, high powered. I think Sam Samuel L. Jackson is one of the voices, and it's just the splattering of the blood and just it's it's a it's a pretty is cool this on Cartoon Network or something. Yeah, see now what I wanted to put Ghost in the Shell in there because that's like my all time favorite, but that's movies. Mm-hmm. They did do a yeah, sta- yeah. they did a standalone complex which was an actual episodic show it wasn't as good as the movies though i mean you know it, it couldn't be it's but uh whatever all right so my favorite we got to do favorite animes one day i could that'll be tough for me it would be tough for you oh, okay i think i put my two favorite in that list because i could do like hundreds i think i mean i have there's i'm not a super anime guy but there's some of the movies that i just love you know actually I, I i don't know any anime spirited away um, akira yeah, you know, Fist of the North Star, and I, I'm I'm kind of like very old school anime. I don't I don't follow any of the new stuff. Well, I, I mean Afro Samurai and stuff like that, but that's okay. Enough of that crap. So, uh, all right, I I actually like animation a lot more than uh, real t- than like um, <laughs> than people shows like live action. I I don't know. I just do. I've always have. No, I'm the opposite. But I I think uh, I think these days I have to agree with you. Yeah. Back in the old days, no, I like the uh, I like the actors. And the I really actors thought Futurama was going to be the the uh, the end all be all the bees knees as they say, because that that could have gone anywhere. Hmm. Like it's set in the future, it's all sci-fi based. The references and the nods they did throughout the show made it very clear they were they're very well versed in the classics of sci-fi, and you know mm-hmm. they're they're real yeah. fans of it, you know. So I was like, man, this could just, this could be, I thought it could rival Simpsons as far as like just going forever and just having great storylines and funny. And I thought they were, but they just kept getting bounced around and they never got picked up. They never took off, you know? Yeah. I, like I said, I saw a couple, they were okay, you know, but I never, I never connected with it. I'm, I'm more of a, I'm more of the classic 
Car 60 stuff. I mean, I like the I like the Looney Tunes. They had you know they used to have a Looney Tunes show on uh, yeah. on Saturday mornings. Oh, and, and, I lived by that. And that's one of the ones that got canceled because of violence. Oh yeah, 60s. those things were crazy. I I used to watch those when I was a kid every morning. The Saturday morning cartoons. It'd be like Foghorn Leghorn, Droopy Dog. Yeah. Droopy Dog was out of control. <laughs> yeah. If you find some of that stuff now, like how racist he was and how like it was insane. You know, you like watch it. If you watch it now through our eyes now with the over the top political correctness, it is absolutely insanity. You're just like. What did he just say? You know, you, your jaw drops, <laughs> kind of. You're like, okay. And, was he uh, the one that had that uh, yep. voice like that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah. love. I liked him a lot. I, Roadrunner was okay, but I, I was never a super huge fan of the Roadrunner. It, it was one. It was one dimension. It was one. It was one. Yeah, that was one. One dimension well, podcast. It was a great dimension, <laughs> but it was one dimension. Yes, where they painted metal as bird seed and tried to use magnets to kill people, and that was <laughs> a bird and a. Uh, yeah. Hey, it worked. Whatever. Yeah, those yeah. All, all those Warner Brothers were were, on, were really built on violence. <laughs> one banana, one banana cream pie, please. You know that one. Same wh- with the Stooges. It was yeah. all based on oh, violence. Man. That one, um, Bugs Bunny, where they did the the Phantom, the not the Phantom of the Opera, the the I think it was a takeoff on that Todd Sweeney or the the oh, barb the barber of, of Seville. Seville. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it was like with, with Bugs Bunny, hand him a razor and just start singing, and you're like. I don't know if I feel comfortable with, with where this might go. Like, what, what, what about those ones where Bug Bunny dresses up in drag? Dude, he was he was he dressed as a woman more than he did than he didn't. Do you know what I mean? Like he was all over the place. Oh, that character was when you were like look like I like I like watching him even now and you watch him and you're just like man what the hell? It just. <laughs> Crazy. That, those were made for the for the theatrical. They were mm-hmm. made for movies, like before the feature came on. They weren't necessarily made for television. Television just grabbed them, and you know. And they we, weren't made we for kids either, but it just uh, stuck. You know, yeah. when I was an, a, a seven, eight year old impressionable youth, I didn't know who the hell they, he was, who he who he was pretending to be. <laughs> didn't matter. You were just like <laughs> just funny guy, you know, just funny and. and <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, those are funny. Cartoons. And what what's the one I I've brought it up numerous times on this show. I have to. I want to go get, um, get go get some of them and watch them again, but I'm afraid to because they'll probably be so bad. I would I'd be like ugh. Um, Courageous Cat and Meteor Mouse. Oh, those are so cheap, but they're fun. They or was it Minute Mouse? Minute Mouse. Courageous, Courageous Cat and, and Minute and it Mouse. It has that great theme song too. Yeah, uh, wasn't it done by the re covered by the New York Dolls believe it or not really yeah they did a cover of the courageous cat thing i cuz that's like some of so like it never took off they probably got sued you know for ripping everyone else off they were probably just like uh you you're done i think all that batman and robin stuff I, i'm not sure if it was courageous cat or batfink but one of those was actually created by Bob Kane, the guy who created Batman. Really? I, I'm sure which one it was. I know, like, you know, my friend in, my friend in Miami will be cringing if he listens to this. <laughs> I'm not sure which one it was. But he created one of those, so I don't know if he had a... He knew how to work the system and got away with See, it. See, I like that... The I loved, like, the Courageous Cat and Minute Mouse were... Like, they had a gun for everything. If they needed a gun that yeah, shot sharks, they yeah, had yeah. one. And you're like, yeah, shark gun! And they would just... Were they the ones that had the frog that talked like everybody? Yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah. yeah. Oh, and then and then like I forget who the lackey was that was with the frog. Yeah, but he but that guy would smack the hell out of the his lackey like. Do, 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 are you, is that not on uh, Netflix? I think it was on Netflix before. Oh no! I think I it was. Bat, Bat, Bat Fink, either Bat Fink or Courageous. At our next, one of those. I, I remember Bat Fink. 
I, that, I think that's on there. Felix the Cat and all that crap. Well, I have. I own those. I own the Felix the Cat. <laughs> oh, I bought that movie. That <laughs> no, <laughs> not the movie. The cartoons. The old cartoons from the sixties. Oh, that's right. That. And before they were on. The oh, 30s. I'm thinking of Fritz the Cat. No, you're thinking of the Fritz Nas- the Cat. I have Fritz the Cat. The Felix X-rated the Cat thing. was a little. Yeah, 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 yeah was, The wonderful, wonderful cat. Yeah, yeah, and he was just like the one that dressed all dapper and was yeah, always yeah, yeah. outsmarting the man. Yeah. Hey, everybody! <laughs> he had that weirdo voice like that. Yeah, that no testicle voice. Oh my voice. God! Freaking Hanna Barbera. No, that wasn't Hanna Barbera. That, no, that was wasn't? another company, a cheaper company called <laughs> Translux. <laughs> Hanna Barbera was the was the big was the big boy. This is Translux. Cheap, cheaper than Hanna Barbera. I never thought there would be like no, a, a no, phrase. No, 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 no. Hanna Barbera. No, no. Hanna Barbera was not cheap. They they were well made cartoons. Later on, they got a little cheaper. But they for television, they definitely okay. took the animation, and it was the best that television ever made. Johnny Quest, Space Coast, no, and all true. that. That's true. That's true. They did no, have no, those. No, they no. had some staples. No, I didn't never said that. They were, they were not cheap animation. Later on, they. They cut corners. Filmation sometimes was a little bit cheaper. They were the ones that did the Filmation. I remember that. They were the ones that did the Super Friends. No, they were a little cheaper, but they were still they were were still like okay. You know, they had good voices and they had good animation and stuff like that. If you wanted these cheap ones, there's these ones. There's two of them. One called Clutch Cargo, and the other one called Space Angel. They created this new. I know both of those. They created this new kind of animation where it's like it was very limited, and then whenever they did a close up, they would over they would superimpose a person's mouth talking and it was like it was like creepy to the max that is creepy look it up on youtube (laughs) so you can creep yourself out on that that's crazy all right we're gonna can the we're gonna put this uh talk about comic books or i mean uh, cartoons cartoons in the can and then we're gonna head west yes we are a world from the west as it were the annual exhibitors and distributors meeting will please come to order if the motion picture industry is dead, it will be Monty Python who killed it. And now for something completely different. From Columbia Pictures, rated PG. And now for something completely different. Worse than the Holy Grail. Deep the- deep thoughts. All right. We, we had a deep theoretical discussion about a, I'm laboring over a purchase. So, yeah. This isn't slowguitartalk.com, so not yet. Not yet. Maybe one day. I doubt it. All right. So what? What are we? What are we talking about this week? We're taking a, an adventure. Yeah. To where, uh, where are we going, to man? To a theme park. Theme park. Is it of is the it, future? Is it Disney but of World? The past. Is it, is it Disneyland no, or it's Disney, not World? Disney World? No. Is it is it Universal or or Shamu no, that whale? No, no, not Shamu. Wow. It's not Sea World either. Okay. It's not Legoland either. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's not like it's not Dinosaur Park. Dino either. World or whatever. Dino World either. <laughs> Dude, oh my God. You know, I wanted to go. To, I was excited about Legoland, and then I because that opened when I was in Korea, and then I came back. I was like, yeah, man, that'll be fun. Wait, eighty dollars a ticket? And they, yeah, they, and they don't want you adults. I think they want adults bringing kids. In. I don't think I'll be going there. <laughs> yeah. But thanks. I mean, we everyone likes Legos. But then I was like, I don't like eighty dollars worth of Legos. No. I think I can own every Lego ever made for eighty dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably wrong about that. <laughs> I don't buy. I don't buy a lot of sounds Legos. Like, sounds like eighty dollars a Lego. That sounds like that sounds like a <laughs> new punk code for something. <laughs> eighty dollars of Legos. And everyone just you know start yeah. trashing Something the place. Something like that, yeah. Anyway. El kabonging people. Yeah. 
<laughs> there's a, there's a, that's the cartoon reference. El Caban. Yeah, that was Quick Draw McGraw. Quick Draw McGraw. Yeah, he was El Caban. <laughs> I, I chase my cat around the ukulele and try and El Caban him sometimes when he gets all rowdy. Okay, let's not get the people from PETA on our case, all right? Dude, that cat kicks my ass in there. So I'd right, be like, okay. whatever. I'd be like, you spend a couple of days with this cat and tell me if you don't El Caban him with a ukulele. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I hit him lightly. I don't hit I don't hit my cats. You I don't hit my cats. Cat, no. All right. So what, what the hell? Are, let's get on track, man. We're, 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 yeah, we're a movie review. Time's a wasting, man. We only got X amount of time. We're to not do a cartoon it. review. No. We're not a guitar review. We're not an El Caban uh, cat uh, review. No, what, what, no. Are, what are we talking about? Westworld. Westworld. What is Westworld? Westworld is it's Yule Brenner. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Okay, thanks, everyone. It's Yul Brenner playing... <laughs> I looked up Yul Brenner. Yeah, Westworld yeah. is a... In the future... I don't think they ever give a time, uh, but... 70s. No, no, I mean like... Oh, I mean, I don't know... They don't give a time when this was said, I don't think. <laughs> it, it looks like the it, 70s. Well, yeah. It, it, apparently in the future, smoking comes back big because everyone smokes, yeah. and uh, including doctors and, and everyone. So, in the future, there's these... There's this glamorous place where you can spend a thousand dollars a day to live out your fantasies. Now, a thousand dollars is a lot of money back now, uh, and 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 this, so you can imagine the future is even more expensive. So you, rich people, they go and this. There's like one complex, almost like how like a like, like bunch of dorks is a complex for <laughs> all your all your entertainment needs. Yeah, this is right. a complex for all your fantasy yeah. needs. Where I forget the name of it, like Dorian. Dor- yeah, Dar or something. Darren like that. or something yeah, like that. Something, yeah. So you, you, and it it flies you out, and then they kind of process you, and then you're in. You can choose a Roman world, uh, medieval, medieval times, medieval world, or West world. Now, when you choose that, you, they go okay. They you know they fly you out in some futuristic plane, and then it lands, and then they they put you on a tram that looks like very. Um, damn it! What's that name? What's that one where they? Uh, with the, the the crystal in the hands and they kill people. Mm. When you when you the, the futuristic movie where like when you get to a certain age. Oh, Logan's Run. Yes, it very it, it, the beginning of this reminds me a lot of Logan's Run. Yeah, like, I see that. Because yeah. it's that '70s sci-fi chic kind of yeah. look, you know. <laughs> but um, so uh, we we right off the bat we meet our two uh, heroes, which is. Uh, kind of Joe Cool and Johnny Nerd. Now Joe Cool's been to Western World a lot, and Johnny Nerd's like, ha, yeah, and he's very uh, like. That would ner- be James Brolin as Joe Cool and Richard Benjamin. <laughs> oh, look Nerd. at me! I know names of people. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny about James Brolin? When I looked at him in this movie, he reminds me of Christian Bale. It's gonna be like Christian Bale's dad or something like that. So now, of course, he's now he's Mr. Barbara Streisand. I am Westworld. Yeah, that'd so, be Christian uh, Christian Bale. He's like. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, those are our two leads. Okay, yeah. So, so actual names, uh, and the 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 end, like the, the the guy that's like a nerdy guy. He's asking like tons of questions. He's he's very uptight about it. You can tell in the future, guns aren't plentiful because he's from Chicago for God's sake. Yeah, and he doesn't think. know what a, he's never held a gun. So huh. apparently something's changed in the future because yeah, in the, in the future we all have like bell bottoms and uh, yeah, know, we smoke and, a lot. Yeah, we smoke a lot and, on planes and we have <laughs> porn stashes again. The future will become the seventies once again. So Dude, get ready. It folks. can't happen fast enough. Yeah, you got that right. Cha-ching. Anyway, so when men were men and and hair women was plentiful. Scared. Yes, and women were, women were scared. So they land, and, and this guy's like kind of telling them all about how it is, but he's like, yeah, just freaking settle down. 
So they get there, and then when you're whisked away, you, it is like you put all your modern stuff, they give you all new, like all clothing, and you're in this Western world where you're interacting with robots, but you can't tell they're robots. Only by their hands. Only by their hands. They make yeah. a point that they couldn't perfect those yeah, yet. Yeah, right, right. And um, and it is exactly how it is, how, or how it's perceived to be. I'm, I'm I I have this theory that the West was a lot shittier than than yeah, they yeah. show on movies and TV uh, yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah. But whatever. So it's the perception of the West. Now they do intermix the other worlds a little bit, just so you can kind of see them. They, I think they probably said we're gonna do like three or four of these. Mm-hmm. Next one will be medieval world. Next one will be you know because because they did future future world, which was the sequel. I like the sequel almost more than Westworld, but okay. doesn't matter. So now and now this guy's kind of he's not he's still very antsy and stuff like that, but um he gets it. They they go down to the saloon and Yul Brenner comes in and. Each of these robots is programmed for a certain thing. You know, there's the old guy whittling on the... Not whittling, but sitting on the rocker on the thing, on the porch. Yul Brenner is obviously the heavy. He's, he's actually, all in black. He's playing the same looking character that he did in the Magnificent Seven. Yeah. He's yeah, all yeah, in yeah. black, and he's a badass, tough guy or whatever. And, you know, he's just so basically looking for a gunfight. Looking fight. for trouble. And, and he, he goads the nerdy guy into a fight. And the nerdy guy wins because... They also show a lot of the background of how this place works. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people at terminals ensuring that the robots always lose, that the the guests are always right and always win. Um, yeah. Now, that's the way this stuff is programmed. And there's fail-safes, like a gun can't actually shoot a, another human. It can only shoot the robots. It, it, you know, it doesn't work. Right. Um, but the robots do bleed when you shoot them. Yeah. That's very interesting. It's, it's very realistic. Yeah. Like they, like they, because when there was a, there was a, a portion in the beginning where a guy was interviewing people as they were coming back from their futuristic thing, and the guy, one of the guys was like, "Why well, don't I don't I don't know if I killed somebody because it's so realistic." But they were like, "I didn't kill anybody," you know, because he didn't want to be like on talking about a felony on air. But um, and you can have and you can you know uh, fool around with the robot yeah. ladies of the violence night and sex yeah. you know and violence, drinking yeah. so it's it's got it all you know yeah this is what Disney really should have been let's <laughs> go fight of, it's a small world or something like that <laughs> shit that was Disney's <laughs> other park it was in his head but he died yeah, too yeah, early yeah he died and his head's still alive though by the way until they cure <laughs> you know, whatever that's ailed, awesome yeah anyway. So uh, yeah, and and uh, yeah, and and they spend a lot of time showing you about how they keep this place running and the philosophies of it. You know, the guess is always right because they had to make, they had to change one of the programs in medieval medieval world because one of the guests wanted to be the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were talking about that. They were like, well, that's gonna that's gonna augment the storyline. And you're like, well, look, the guess is always right, so just do it. And they figure out how to do it, like, and then they 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 arrange it. So it's kind of neat that they spent that much time talking about that background part of it because otherwise you're just watching people do things well you know? yeah and in, and in Westworld the one guy uh, Dick Van Patten would be the actor mm. he decides he wants to be the sheriff yep so okay well we'll change the story now you're the sheriff dude and he's a little nerdy guy yeah or yeah well he's a Van Patten you know and, and <laughs> yeah, it's just like there you go and um but, but and you're watching this unfold and they do the same they do the stuff that 
I think most anyone would. Yeah. Where they they go to a brothel and hook up with the robot chicks. They go, you know, they they go gunfight. They go drink. They go fist fight. fight. Yeah. It is our interpretation of the West completely. Yeah, you Rich, know. Richard Benjamin gets put in jail and they escape. <laughs> they blow up the cell. They yeah. blow up the cell. It's like a little movie they're playing. Yeah, and it's kind of fun. And and the nerdy guy is kind of like starts to go, oh man, I really like like it here. Yeah. You know, because after they broke out of the jail, they they're sitting in the middle of the desert and they're like, man, I, I, this is cool. But then dun, things dun, start dun. to go wrong. They because they talk well and. The bottom they show after the dusk dust settles it goes you know everyone goes to sleep the cleanup crew comes up and picks up all the broken dead robots and they show him coming down into this chute and then the doctor's in a big board meeting and he's like we're seeing a big spike in in yeah. in um it's, it's in like core it's like, core malfunction kind of thing yeah it's like it's like when they were out in when they escaped from jail and they were out in the in the yeah. field the guy all of a sudden they see a, a rattlesnake and they they go okay just shoot it and they shoot it and it's not killing the rattlesnake actually bites James Brolin but of course it's a robot so that's when you really start to malfunction you're like uh oh things are wrong here yeah and then like the one guy wants to have his way in medieval world wants to have his way with the uh, Daphne with with Daphne the uh, the young girl and she's like smacks him over the face and says oh hell you no you're not going to get any sir, yeah then so then the robots are really rebelling and then they they referred to something like they were thinking it was a virus or something they never really explain right. what happened one of the th- one of the very little nuances that they said in that speech because the, the doctor was saying look we're seeing a spike in these core malfunctions and he's like we don't know you know and he, he said some of these he at the very end of it because he said he thinks they have a virus blah 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 and they were like some of these machines were made by machines it was a very quick little line, and you go, oh, okay. That interjects that maybe like the, the maybe the machines are revolting, over. you know the or the most famous who made who by ACDC. You know yeah, that right, was a right. maximum overdrive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the pinnacle of robot or taking over. Nah, yeah. that's not true. Well, that was actually. There was did anyone ever? Did you see that movie? Uh, maximum no, overdrive. No, no, I heard it was the worst piece of it. Uh, it was awesome. But but there okay. was <laughs> but there was a movie in the seventies called called Colossus, the Forbin Project, which has this similar idea. And we're gonna we're gonna watch this at one point. That sounds show. cool. I mean, but but the funny thing about these movies, and I gotta mention this, was whenever they're doing, they're in the computer room. They've got the machines in the back oh, with the tape spinning dude, or whatever. Always. And I like get a, I crack up when I see that every time. And they, I love like. Future computers from yeah. the past, they're so awesome. Yeah, and it's just like reel-to-reel tapes just going back and they're forth. They're just going nuts. Lots of <laughs> lights. Everyone's wearing a lab coat because that's what you need for a computer. You know, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, some of the little nuances were really kind of cool where, like, as they were showing them can kind of controlling the game, making sure that the guest was always right... You know, the one guy's in the back ordering food. He's like, oh, do you have cinnamon toast? Okay, yeah, because I really like cinnamon toast. Yeah. Like, it it really imparts that, although this they're creating this grand world, these are just jerks at work. Uh-huh. Like, they've done it so many times that they're comfortable. They're just at work. Like, how you or I interact at work. You're like, you do something, you're like, oh, you have a coffee or eat part of a bagel. and it, You've done it a million times. Yeah. It's very nonchalant. You're good at it, and that's the way they showed this. Like, and as huh. things start to go wrong, then Yul, Blur- Yul Renner comes back again, and this time he goes into the guy's um, hotel room. Right. And they're like, "What the hell?" So they shoot him, and he. Bl- no, no, no. That's 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 when no. That's going backwards. That's when they put 
They, they uh, well, Richard Benjamin second, shot him. That's the second time they. That's shot That's the second time, but yeah. then that's after he gets put in jail. Right. And oh. then they got out of jail. No, no, no. He got put in jail for shooting him. He got put out, but then Joel Joel Brenner comes the third time. Well, no, no, no. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying oh, he comes oh, back the okay. second time, and they're like, "Well, wait, a, what's, a, what's up with this?" So they shoot him, and then he gets put in jail. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. then now, now they now that they're figuring out something's wrong, and they've and it's almost like too late. Uh huh. Cause. The lady smacks him, and then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. It's almost like Armageddon. All the people in Roman world are getting killed. Like no, no, no. But you missed a, you missed a, you all missed right, a well, one. Okay. The third time Yul Brenner shows up is when you know the, sh- the shit hits the fan. Because remember, after the after the snake incident, right. they came back to town, and when they were in the middle of town, Yul Brenner shows up in the middle of the street, ready to do a gunfight, and James Brolin goes to Richard Benjamin. You want to take this or me? Cause, oh, because they were hung over. Yeah, because they, they were they, they, the they, they, they were they had just gotten off from they had just gotten from the desert or whatever. So he goes like, "You want to take it or me?" And he goes like, "You do it." So all of a sudden he goes to draw with Richard Benjamin, and when he does the draw, Yul Brenner actually kills James Brolin for real, and that's when you know that so then that it, the then robots have taken over. Other, oh, and then after that it cuts right. to all the other stuff because then Richard Benjamin takes off because Yul Brenner chases him out to kill, and then it cuts to like medieval world. And Roman world, and where you see everyone's the, winning. Okay. Yeah, when everyone's you're in, Ro- and in Rome, uh-huh. and in medieval world, that one guy who's the king now has to fight the Black Knight, and that goes bad. Yeah, that too. goes bad too. That's right. Okay, I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. The Yul Brenner thing was when it really started going bad. Right. As soon as he comes over, kills uh, James, James Brolin. Brolin, then it's like almost like a chase film because oh, yeah. that other guy's like, I'm out, and that's that. You're right. That's to make everything more cohesive. They cut to other things. And this guy, Yul Brenner, has like uh, they installed super hearing and super eyes, yeah. of course, so he can like find him and see him all the time. And he's pursuing him through the desert, and he's shooting him. He shoots his hat off. Um, at one point, the guy, nerdy guy, loses his gun. Mm-hmm. So now you're like, okay, well now this guy's unarmed. He he, the, as he's running away from Yul Brenner, he stumbles upon a tech yeah. trying to get away, and he has his golf cart. And he's, he's like, changing he, the tire he, yeah, he's changing the tire. And he's like, you can't beat him. The robot's always going to be three steps ahead of you. He, he's better than you. And that's when Nerdy Guy goes, yes, I can. And he takes off, like, affirmation, human spirit kind of thing. And, uh, and of course, you Brenner uh, guns down that guy, the yeah. tech, you know. Then during that chase scene, they also cut back to the technicians. Because they what they tried to do to reset the, the, the robots was to kill the power. Mm-hmm. Well, then the power relays wouldn't go back on, and the ro- and they were kind of like, well, the power won't come back on, but the robots, some of them have 20 minutes, some of them have 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So eventually, all the robots are gonna fall down because the batteries are gonna wear out. Yeah. Um. And then oh, but then they die. Well, no, no um, they, they mayhem exudes. Everybody starts killing each other. The robots start going at each right, other. Right. The humans get killed by the robots. And then basically all, almost all that's left is Richard Benjamin trying to escape from the indestructible Yul Brenner. Yeah, and he is indestructible. You know, I mean, he goes, I mean, Richard Benjamin goes down into, I, guess, I don't know how he figured out that that one little, little hole there or whatever it was. The, the manhole. Manhole yeah. was going to take you down to, you know, underground Westworld. Like right. there is an underground Disney too. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, but anyway, he goes on in there and then yeah, Yul he, Brenner knows exactly where he is. Yeah, he finds him. He's like, he can see his heat signature by his yeah, exactly, feet. Yeah, by his feet. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And and they showed the guys, the technicians trying to get out, and they're like, oh, the the doors won't open. We have 16% of oxygen. 
so then then uh, then they find him. They find all those guys dead because the doors wouldn't open. They right, ran out. Right. Of, they ran out of air, which was kind of like what? But uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just wanted to show like yeah, mayhem. Yeah. Um, so Richard Benjamin goes in and he knows he's getting followed. So he he basically runs into this one uh, room and he sees like Hydra- these acid uh, yeah, things. Vials so of he acid. had heard. I think he had heard before that acid would hurt him. So he just kind of yeah. like hid out, and when you Brenner gets in there, he just pops up and he flashes acid in Brenner's face. Yeah. The technician and told him. He yeah, said, the technician. He said you might be able to disorient him with loud music that's or it. acid. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the, the guy in the desert. Or yeah. acid music. Or no, acid rock. Yeah, yeah. acid rock would have been like, oh my god, I'm getting little, out of here. Little like you know, Iron Butterfly or little something. Feet. Like. No, little feet. Little. That's not. They're not. No, acid little feet. Rock. No, they're they're pretty good though. <laughs> anyway, so he ba- he thinks that Yule's dead, and he takes off. And then he runs, and then he goes into medieval world, and then there's that one girl that's being like tortured there, or whatever. So he saves her, and then when she she gives her, you need some water. She goes, no, no, and he gives her water, and then she <laughs> she spark a rama. Yeah, she was a robot too. She pulled a cherry two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 remember yeah, he was yeah. having sex with her in the water, and no, that's the, that's the same thing. So you think if you think Yule is done, no, he's still like acid scarred, but he's coming back for more. This is where. This this guy has no instincts. Um, he has no survival instincts survival whatsoever. Instincts, and also, this is where it gets into Terminator One territory. Now, yeah. I love Terminator. That was, was one to me is one of the best sci-fi's. It's great. It, it launched a f- uh, franchise that I love. But the end of Terminator, oh my god, cut! <laughs> like like it just keeps coming and coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I know that's part of the deal. But they've killed it 25 times now, like, enough. You know what I mean? Like, finally they kill it. But that's what Yul Brenner is. Yul Brenner is the original Terminator, uh-huh. where he just keeps coming uh-huh, yeah. and coming and coming. Because then he... Now he, he's... Now he's melted up. He can't see. Well, yeah. Well, oh. he comes back. And it, he comes back in the medieval world, because remember he... Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He comes in the medieval world, and he's chasing him, and he's all scarred. So, but his eyes are screwed up because of the acid. Now he can't see anything. So Benjamin's kind of trying to hide out from him, and he's like, "You, Brenner's looking around, going like, where are you know, like his his senses are like, you know, all he can see, see is the fire. Right. So all of a sudden, Richard Benjamin says, "Okay, he can't see me, so I'm going to take off." And he hits something, and it makes a noise, and Yul Brenner's like, "Ah, oh, there you are!" And Richard Benjamin just sets him on fire. Yeah, he lights him on fire, and then leaves again. Now this is part two of of like yeah. finish the job, bro. Yeah, right. Like the first time he throws ass in his face, the guy's stumbling around by the by the animatronic horse. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole bucket of acid. Finish the job. Finish the job. But yeah. nope, uh, this must be over. So he leaves. Now he's in medieval world. He lights the dude on fire. Right behind him, there's a rack of of swords. Yeah, right. Nope, I'm gonna assume the job is done and I'm leaving. So then he goes down to for the fair maiden, which if you looked. Right against the wall, when he was saving the, the lady, was a battle axe. Uh-huh, I could have used that. Pick that up. Now here's option three of killing this damn thing that won't die. Nope. He He's, should have been killed. I mean... Yeah, well, that's why he's a nerd and a scary God. guy or whatever, you know. But he set him on fire and, you know... Yeah, then... Yeah, then, then it he, was still hard to kill. Yep, so then he, he, he saves the woman, gives her water. She shorts out, Cherry 2000 style. Then he comes up, turns around... Here he is. Now he's smoldering, burned his face off, and still there. Uh, Yul Brenner. And you're like, oh my god, really? And, but then he just, he's so out of incapacity at this point, he falls off, lands on his face, but he still gets up. And this time his face stuck to the ground because yeah, yeah. it was like, because yeah, 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 it was, was cool. uh, melty. And he gets up and he, and there's nothing in there. Just, just circuitry. Just empty. and Very empty. 
Yeah. And then he falls down, and then the end. And you just see Richard Benjamin at the end just having that weird, like, 70s end of movie, like, confused look, like, oh. And, he's there, and they, they kind of overcut the commercial for yeah. Westworld. Yeah. Like, they, I mean, not video-wise, but audio-wise. They're like, you too can come on this fantastic now, let me ask you a question, because I don't know if it was a it was a bad copy that they had or what. When they're showing the end credits, do, do the end credits kind of, like, come and go, like, if they were defective, or maybe that was just No, a, not the one no, that, that Okay, that was just a bad copy yeah. that they had or whatever. You know? the, um, it kind of made it a little more effective, though, because it's like the robot's dead, all these mechanical things are dying, and then the end credits start getting a little funky or whatever, but okay. Now, see, that, like... Right off the bat, tactically, after that guy shot him, um, Benjamin should have ran. Instead of going out into the desert, he should have ran, gotten high ground, gotten a rifle, and put one through the th- robot's head. Mm-hmm, yeah. The robot would never outshoot you if you had a rifle and he had a pistol. That's Get down to the end of the road. He's going to keep coming after you, yeah. but he's walking really slow. He's Yul Brenner, which after I studied, about, I studied a lot about him, I didn't know that that guy was such a nut job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he just like invented stories. He changed who he was constantly. Like, no one knows really about him, uh, you know. And he did walk kind of funny because he had his hands in his belt, like and walking real mechanically. Yeah, he, he did was, do a good job. It was a good job. He looked, like, he really did look like a robot. Everybody else kind of looked natural. He had that robotic look to him. Yeah, he but, almost and he walked like where his chest and upper body didn't move up or down or left or right. No. It moved like a ghost would. Yeah. So his bottom walked. And his top stayed still. completely still, and his face pl- was completely still. So, and he I, had the eyes, the glowing eyes with the uh, yeah. circuitry thing. In so it was, it a, was a cool character. Yeah. So which um, I guess I'll ask this: which one, which one would you go to? Uh, I would have gone to God. I don't know of those three: medieval world, eh, I don't know Roman world. Mm, Westworld, maybe Roman world. I don't really? know. Yeah, I would have went to Westworld. I think. I'm not even that big of a Western guy, but I don't like medieval times. I mean, I'm not big. No, I, I don't. Really. I think the Renaissance fair. So I, I don't know. And then, um, I mean, maybe Roman time, but I think I would have went to Westworld too. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I like Westerns enough, but I don't know. I, I, I would have gone to Future uh, World, but yeah. uh, that's the other movie. I, I, I think if I would have went to Westworld, I would have just went there to try to kill every single thing in the entire town. Yeah, like, like I, I, like my goal would have been to dis- to kill everything. If, if Even snakes and horses, everything. If I could have gone to Westworld dragging a coffin with a <laughs> Gatling gun, then I would have gone. That's there. how you get outfitted. You're like, no, no, I'm always right. I'm dragging a coffin with a Gatling gun in it. And they'd be yeah. like, whatever, give him okay, what he wants. Give him what he wants you know, and, just, and just waste everybody. Yeah, I'd probably drag it for like a half a foot and I'd be like, oh my God, this thing's heavy. Do we have wheels yet? Did anyone yeah. invent wheels? Yeah, this you is know. heavy. Look, just come over here and I'm just going to shoot you with my Gatling gun. It's a lot of fun. Very good movie. I, this is one of those that it's dated, but it's very fun. I'm very surprised it hasn't been remade at this point. Written and directed by Michael Crichton, who did yeah. The Indominus Strain and Jurassic Park. Wrote Shh. Jurassic Park. So, Guy's uh, slamming, man. Yeah. He makes he knows how he knows how to make a movie. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. write a screenplay, I should say, yeah. or a book. Yeah, he directed know. it too. Yeah. So, um, what are you gonna give it? Seven. Yeah. See, I'm gonna go like eight point five. This is this is Seven. one of my favorite like old movies, kinda. Um, I like Future World more. It just so happened that this one showed up in Netflix, and I'm like, oh, what's wrong with this one? You know, mm, that's cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. What the, I don't know what to say about it. It's uh, it's it's dated, but it's cool. So if you like that kind of stuff, go out and check it out. Uh, you got anything else? Oh God, what else? Well, I mean, the thing, another thing about this movie is the whole idea of like uh, machines taking over. Yeah. It's a little warning from the past, folks. You know, for the future. Uh, 
Yeah, from the past to the future, think about now it. Now that they've gotten everyone dumb enough to stare at a piece of glass with an apple on the uh-huh. back of it, it's yeah. all over. Yeah. The first plans, that's the robots are making robots. Yeah. And we're all falling into the electric sheep. Even the electric sheep. What was that? It was a, uh, the Android's dream of electric sheep. Yeah, that's that's the one. Blade that, the, the Blade Runner thing. I tried to do that, but badly. All right, we're done here. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you next week.